Hey guys, today's interview is with a full-time musician originally from New Zealand. From the streets of Auckland to playing around London and now living in Denmark, Nick played hundreds of venues working towards his reputation and mastering his skill and trade. And there's one thing we went over and over again, which was that you just have to be persistent and know what your goal is and just keep working towards it. We talk about how traveling has changed his view of the world and why more people need to start traveling if they feel lost in life. This is a story not to be missed and I really hope you enjoy it. Once again, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast on Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts, share it with your friends, leave a review if you like it and there's a story on this podcast that is going to help benefit someone in need. Welcome and uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, Nick. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Chris. So where have you been in the last five years? Like, and like, what's your story? What, who are you? What do you do? Just so people who are listening can kind of get an idea. Yeah, sure. Well, Gee, five years ago, I was uh, back in my home country, New Zealand, in my city, Auckland, and I was an 18-year-old kid at the time, so I'm 23 now, I'm getting old, but yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, five years ago, I just got out of high school, and I was, I was working a crappy job, and just trying, because I really wanted to uh, save up some money to move to London, so because I'm a musician, I really wanted to get over there and play lots of gigs, and just that's all I really wanted to do just do music so I, I had my goal and I said I'd save X amount of money every week while I was still living with my mom and then you know I did that for about a year until 2015 is when I finally moved over to London and uh, as a 19 year old kid it was a very daunting experience going from you know the comforts of home to this this big bad world and I'm by myself and you know no one else to help me and it was a it was a big learning curve just to be thrown in right in the deep end and just, you know, having to survive like that. But, um, yeah, so that, um, it was a really tough experience at first, but I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. And, um, so I was in London for, uh, about just under three years. So I was working, um, as a teaching assistant at a special school in London and on the weekends and some, sometimes the weeknights I was playing gigs. And that was just my main passion, just trying to play a lot of gigs. It was yeah. hard in London, you know, there wasn't there wasn't any money, they wouldn't pay you for the gigs, so it was it was a tough grind. I mean, you lived in London too, so you would understand all about that. Absolutely. <laughs> First of all, what was the job that you're working when you're in New Zealand and in London, where did you play around London? Was it just all different places or did you have a particular area that you liked? Yeah, it was it was all over the city. Um, you know, just various little places some some prestigious venues um you know there were some there were some places where bob dylan has played before uh, oasis has played before and it was like a really cool experience just to like be in the same vicinity that they were once playing it was a it was a it was a weird feeling when you're like a little dude from new zealand from little old new zealand and being yeah. over in, in the big world of london um <laughs> And the job, the job I had in London, um, so I was a teaching assistant in West London for a special needs school. And I did that for about two years while I was there. And I did some, uh, catering work before for, for an events company. Yeah. And, um, 
the job I had in New Zealand when I was saving up to come to come to London, I was uh, working in hotels as a hotel porter. You know the guys that take the bags up to the rooms, yeah, and things like that. So yeah, I was just doing that. You know, it was a really low paid job, but yeah, you know, I was happy at the time. It was good. You know? Yeah, so, and you've uh, got that purpose as well. You know, knew what you were saving for. Exactly. You know, it's always. I, at least for me, it's always good to set goals, little or big, you know. I like to have like a big goal in mind, but also have little steps along the way so I can slowly climb that staircase and I can get to that big goal that I want. But you can't get to the big goal without completing smaller steps. Absolutely. One, yeah. one, of, one of the analogies that's funny I always say to people is like, there's no way you're going to cross the river trying to hurl big rocks across. You've got to put it put down a few little ones and, you know, create a little, little um, few stones to walk across. Exactly. That's completely right. Um, so what kind of challenges do you think that you had to face um, personal challenges to be where you are today? And like, how would you say that music has helped you get through some of those tough times that you may have had? Yeah. Um, I face a lot, yeah, a lot of personal problems along the way. I mean, everybody does, but um, uh, music was just a, a thing I could always fall back on if I had if I had a bad day or wasn't feeling too happy or things like that. I would always, you know, play music or even just listen to music, and it's kind of therapeutic for me. So, in a way, like music has always helped me to whatever I want to do. You know, music can be. It can channel to whatever mood you're feeling. If you're happy, sad, angry, lonely, whatever, any all sorts of music can help you feel better at the end of the day, and that's what I really appreciate about it. And I appreciate that that's the trade that I have, and it's the path I've chosen. You know, whether whether or not it will be successful, I don't know yet. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that I'm doing this because I've always wanted to do it, and I'm happy that I'm doing it because. It gets me through a lot of things during the day and through my life. So yeah. I'm, I'm really good for it. Yeah. And I think the biggest issue sometimes is people do, you know, chase money and they forget that, you know, they have a choice in life, you know, that you can be happy. You might not make the same amount of money or you might not make money at times, but you keep following your own passion, your your own kind of like dream or whatever it may be, and then eventually you'll make money. Money comes, money's printed every day. And I think that's yeah. such a big learning curve that people forget. Exactly. And another thing that people forget, and I, I forget sometimes too, but I try to remind myself is that we're only here for one life. You know, are you going to be happy working some desk, desk job or some job that you hate or yeah, like getting money, uh, good money, or would you rather be doing something that you really love and be earning little to no money like I do at the moment? And, yeah. Um, you know, money is just one thing, you know. I think happiness is worth a lot more. And um, that, yeah. it, it's interesting, though, because, like, you see all these people who are following their passions uh, in life. And like I said to someone the other day, like, people spend, they might spend, say, I don't know, 15 to even 20 years enjoying their life not making you know as much money as others but eventually like they'll be like boom yeah sweet i've made it i'm there you go now i'm like selling out concerts or i'm doing i don't know for example retreats or you know i like a person is actually 
getting paid for their time. Mm-hmm. But that's because they did so much, you know, behind the scenes that no one really knew, like you in London, for example, playing all over London, doing the three, gi- yeah. three gigs just to kind of show people who you were and get your name out there. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think a lot of, like, people don't understand personal hardships that people go through. You see, you know, take, for instance, I'll use an example, Ed Sheeran. You know, he's a big shot uh, music star now. And but a lot of people don't know, but he, he had a lot of hardships before, you know. He was homeless. He didn't have enough money to pay for his rent or anything like that. And he would go all over England just playing concerts, sometimes even for free. And the point is, like, people don't understand the hardships that people go through a lot because some people find it might be too hard to achieve that dream, but everyone's just got to go through that, the hard hurdles to get to where they're supposed to be and where they want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Where do you want to be in the next five years? I always love asking this question to people because, you know, if we can't picture where we're going to be in the next five years, how are we going to get there? Um, yeah, exactly. In the next five years, I mean, I'd just love to, as long as I'm making a living off music, yeah. more than that's more than enough. You know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about people knowing me or whatever. It's just, about doing the trade I want to do and getting paid for it. Should yeah. I be doing any other trade or any other job? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's probably where I want to be in five years. And at the moment I am working as a musician and that is my only job and it feels damn great. Yeah. Finally, you know, a lot of work <laughs> is paying off, but um, yeah, it's always fluctuating. This, these sort of jobs depending on the season and things like that. And it comes and goes and that's the tough thing about music is like supply and demand basically. And what, what kind of feelings do you get after like you play for say in a hall or somewhere around? Um, Cause you're currently in Denmark. What's the feeling when you see people listen to your music and like, I've seen you a few times um, live and like, I was, I was like, man, like my skin was like, I was like flustered. Like you, you were just yeah. unreal. You're so good. Like your voice was hitting. Yeah. Like we, I was there with a few friends and like some of our mutual friends as well. And it was crazy. Like it was like your singing was like hitting us straight in the soul. Like it was real, yeah. organic. It was actual. Like you could tell you enjoyed what you're doing. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's like one of the things I really enjoy is it's like even if I'm playing and I can see people dancing and having a good time, I know that I've done my job right. And that's actually what I really appreciate. And when people say, oh, you know, it sounded really good or things like that, you're really great. And it's just, it's a nice feeling, you know, to work so hard for something and even to like say, write your own music and people appreciate your songs. And then some people start to, start to sing your songs. It's like a really, really, it's just like a really self-rewarding feeling. Um, yeah. It's, it's hard to explain, you know? It's just yeah. like, that's just, that's just for me, it's like an accomplishment, a personal accomplishment, you know? And it's just, I guess it's those moments where you're like, man, like I've, I've made it as well. Like, because you're like, all right, I've been working so long and here I am. Like you're getting, you know, like you're being paid to do what you love doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But, um, I could definitely, it could always do a lot better, you know, but um, yeah. at the moment it's, 
it's it's great and I'm just riding this wave and I feel really good about it. And I know a lot of a lot of people can't say that that, that is their number one job being doing uh, being a musician. So um so I am quite lucky and I am quite grateful to be in the position I am now. And um on another note, like how has um travel forced you to grow as a person? Um well it sort of I had no I had no choice either yeah. to but to grow. And if I didn't grow, I would have to go home. The thing is with travel at the start, and I, I think you can agree with me, Chris, is that um you know, when you first leave Australia, when you first leave New Zealand or wherever you are from in the world, and when you first get over to that, that foreign country, that foreign destination, you have this feeling of like, Oh my god, what have I just done? And it's like sometimes you, all these all these emotions in one you know you're scared you're happy you're excited you're lonely and all sorts of things in one you know when you're like fresh in, a, in another place and you're like what do I do I need to meet people and stuff and just in that position alone you, you, you're forced to it's like your fight or flight mode in your, in your brain you know you're forced to either get through this or go back home you know what I mean yeah and yeah so it, it, it forced me to grow you know no matter what and I grew up pretty quick when I when I first moved to London from New Zealand, and I I learned a lot about myself. And through travel, it um it it just opened up my mind a lot, you know. Coming from like a small small-minded country, I guess, like New Zealand, where you know it's in the middle of nowhere, and people are very opinionated. Where you come over to Europe, and everything's open, and people yeah. are everywhere, and there's all sorts of walks of life, and it just it, it really opened my eyes a little bit. And I really started to enjoy traveling and seeing different cultures and different parts of the world. Like I've been to a few continents now and just see all different walks of life. And it just makes you realize life is a, life is a beautiful thing and everybody is different. No two people are the same. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, just, right. I can't say a bad thing about traveling. You know, yeah. it's, Everybody should do it. You can't just be staying in one country your whole life. That's not a life worth living, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How would um, was there ever an experience that you had overseas that kind of shocked you, where you were just like, "Oh man, like I'm not in New Zealand anymore." Like, um, I guess like yeah, it's weird. Like in it was like. Well, there's a weird example, but, you know, in London, like, when there was lots of terrorist attacks and things like that, yeah, it made you realize, oh my God, I'm, I'm like living 10 minutes away from this stuff and like, this would never happen at home. And that's, that was sort of like a shocking feeling. It's like, whoa, like all the things you see on the news are like happening in your, in your city, in your backyard, you know, and it's, it's kind of a daunting feeling. That was probably the one side, like, you know, when I, I would think maybe it would be safer to be back home. Yeah. You know, you've and got to weigh up the positives and the negatives, you know. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's crazy. Like, I had a few people, like, when I was over there at the time when all that was happening as well. And it was crazy. It just kept happening, like, week after week. Um, for, yeah. I was really concerned. Yeah, it was quite intense. And I remember, like, a mutual friend of ours was um, on the London Bridge, like, two hours prior to it, which is crazy. Um, oh, wow. And, you know, those people that, like, those people that I know that were there, like, the day um, 
but you know just hours before and it's just like you know like it's only two or three hours but imagine if it was yeah. at the same time like it's it's crazy um i know i was on that same bridge i was on westminster bridge probably two days before that attack yeah just like looking outside big ben and to think something like that happened just a couple of days later it was just intense yeah imagine if you were there you know it's just it's an eye-opening thing yeah absolutely and yeah. i think and the question that i got you probably got the same thing like relatives friends you know come back home it's not safe but the thing yeah, is exactly. like i could go walk around say sydney or brisbane at night and i'm just as safe there as compared to if i was on that bridge like you know mm -hmm. there's no difference like sweet there's a threat that's known now that's like absolutely like crazy like scary as but yeah like there's been times where i've been walking around the sydney and like there's been people getting mugged around me and like you know there's guys pulling out knives and it's just like like when you put that in perspective like are you more at risk walking around a city at night in your home country or you know are you at more risk being in another country and like a fear of an attack but at the end of the day like you could walk out on the road and get hit by a car like exactly like people worry too much you know it, it can happen anywhere anytime mm. you shouldn't even be thinking about that you should just be making the most of what you've got while you're here because yeah you could die the next day you know you yeah gotta, and you got to think about it. maybe if you do go was i happy doing what i wanted to do was i yeah was i doing what i wanted to do and I don't think a lot of people can say yes, you know, and yeah. it's good to be some of the people that actually said, yes, I, would, I, I am, I am doing what I want to do. And I know you're doing what you want to do, Chris. And it's, it's a good feeling, you know, it's just to tell it, putting, giving the finger to everyone that says you can't do it basically. And just going out and seizing the day, carpe diem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hope you didn't get one of those. Yeah. Days, um, so what would you say to people that say, oh, but, you know, I don't have a passion. Like, I don't, but that's easy for you guys because, you know, you know what you want to do. Mind you, I can say to 100 million people, it was a long time before, like, I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. How did you, what would I say? how did you find your passion? And how would you say to other people, how can they find theirs? Um, I don't know, it was just something I always, had as a kid and I guess that was the thing a lot of people know what they want to do when they're young when they're young kids and I don't know like life gets in the way and then you get older and your dreams start to change but um I've always just wanted to do music and I'm, I'm glad I stuck with it and I just think people should think back to when they were kids and just think what 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 did they want to do back then yeah and I think could I do that now or would that make me happy? You know, and it's just people, if you're not happy in something, I just think try your best to, to change it and find something that you might be happy in because I think there is, there's something for everybody out there. You know, you shouldn't be stuck unhappy doing something that you don't want to do. I know it's, it's easier said than done, but um, you just got to take a leap sometimes and you know, maybe you'll get there. It's, yeah, it's a difficult question because I don't, no, 
I don't know about individual people and what they want. It's, it's, it's all up to them. Yeah. And what they really want to do, they just got to ask themselves. And it's, yeah, it's fascinating that a lot of people don't know what they want to do and don't know what direction they want to do in life. And that's actually why a lot of people travel. Because I've met a lot of people that say, you know, oh, I didn't know what I want to do in life and I was just doing nothing back home so I decided to travel. And a lot of people, when they when they go traveling, they, they start to figure out what they want to do. So, my, for instance, my friend Dan, I used to live with him in London. Um, he had no idea what he wanted to do before he moved to London. Then he became a teaching assistant and then he found this passion for teaching. And... Then he just said, oh, well, you know, this is this is something I really want to do. So what he did when he went home is he applied for university to become a teacher. And that's what he's doing now. And he's on his second year of university. And he's loving it, you know. It's just like, yeah, if if you're in a rut and you don't know what you want to do, I that's something I definitely recommend is just leaving the country for a bit, having a breather and going traveling. You know, get some money saved up and uh, you just... I can't I can't say it enough how much it would change because you just reap you just reap the benefits from it. Yeah, everybody absolutely. if they've got the chance, you know, and because it can it can open you up. If I didn't travel for sure, like travel fit wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be having this discussion discussion on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like one, exactly. one decision away from either like making that decision to move to London was something that I was like, oh, okay, sweet, yes, no right, I'll just, I'll take it, I'll risk it. And, you know, it wasn't till 2016 where I made the decision that I wanted to create Travel Fit. And that's after yeah, just exactly. a year. And, you know, you, that's a classic example. You know, you needed to, you need to leave Australia. You needed to travel a bit to realize that and realize that there's so much more out there and people just need to take that opportunity and just take it all in while you still can, you know, why, why not basically? Mm, yeah. Mm. So when you're traveling, you know, you've lived in three different countries now. Um, what do you do to kind of work on yourself? What do you do to work on your mindset while you're traveling? I definitely take time to like breathe and reflect and think. You say you're in another city and you just, you're walking around and sometimes I just think, you know, wow, I'm, I'm doing this. And it just reminds me of how cool this is. And you think about <clears throat> other people that aren't traveling and they're just like, they're not taking in this, like, look what I'm seeing. Like, you know, I was in Budapest a few months ago, just, it's such a beautiful city. And I was just really taken away by it. Just like, wow. And like, it was just such a good day. And it just reminded me on like how, how good it is to travel. And it's, it's good just spending the money and going to another place. It's just like, it reassures you. And like, this is it. This is the right decision. You know, yeah, because I love it exploring and exploring new cities and things like that. So it is great for the mind, actually, subconsciously, without even thinking about it, because I just I take it in while seeing it. You know, yeah, you become present. Mm. Exactly. Perfect, Dan. Um, so with your mu- music career so far, you've already really released a few um albums, haven't you? I've released a couple of EPs. Yeah. Um, I'm working on one now at the moment, working on one now, and uh, should be out before the summer, so your winter. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I'm really close to, to, to working on it. And it's just like, I've just been so damn busy at the moment with other music things. And I'm going on tour with my, with my music school. We're going all around Denmark. So I'm in the middle of that right now. And that's, that's super stressful. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I really enjoy working on, working on new material. Cause like, I, I don't know, like experiences I go through, like, I, I love just, it's, it's a cliche thing to say, but I just love writing them on paper and, and putting them into a song because it helps me get over that hurdle and realize that I'm past that now and I can move on to better things and I can, I can uh, focus on being happy and being healthy, you know? Yeah, That's definitely. How I do it. And everyone does it in a different way. So if there was um, anyone listening in and, you know, maybe they want to start playing or... Um, or maybe just people who just feel like they are stuck in life. What tips would you suggest for them? Like what, what would be their first kind of step that they need to do to kind of get themselves back on track? I think like I said it before, it definitely is just to get out there and travel. Like if you're stuck in life, you you definitely might need a change of surroundings, you know, because even if you do leave um, the country that you're from, you know, people will still be there for you and your friends and family if you're worried about things like that. But if if you're stuck in a hard place, you just there's no other way but to try change it. Or if you want to just get on with it, but you know, there's, there's there's better ways to to get around that because I think a lot what a lot of people forget is that there is so many opportunities out there. Whereas like people think that oh I can only do this or I'm stuck here doing this, but if you have the chance, you know, just you got to get out there and travel. I'm I'm talking travel up a lot because I'm speaking from experience. You know, it just makes you it just makes you a better person, and and you realize that maybe I'm not stuck. Maybe just from this experience, I have a lot more opportunities now, and I have a cooler head, and I can think better. And that definitely worked for me. Like, I I don't know what the hell I'd do if I just stay in New Zealand. Like moving, moving away was the best thing. And I've been away for four years now. Um, just taking all sorts of cultures. And I just realized that if I, if I really wanted to, I could do pretty much anything I wanted, you know? And that's a really nice feeling. Just having so much opportunity. And I think if you're just staying in one place your whole, your whole life or for a long time, you know, you don't get that opportunity. You've just got to get that visa, get out there and just go traveling, you know, get the, put the bag on your back and things like that and just do it that way. That's how a lot of people, that's how a lot of people learn, learn a lot of things about life, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, if there was a few musicians that wanted to get started, then what would you say to them? Oh, just... <laughs> Don't ever stop. Just yeah, just keep going. Um, with with music and with with a lot of things, especially there is a lot of setbacks and a lot of things that will knock you down. You know, the amount of auditions I've done for things and I haven't got, or people say I'm not good enough or whatever. And you know, people around me that are that maybe have gotten better better record deals or being on the radio and things like that, it, it can shoot your confidence down. But at the end of the day, no one's going to get you to your goal except yourself. You know, you can't sit back. You don't, you, you, you don't have that opportunity. You know, you just got to 
you just got to, if you've really got that dream, you've got to be hungry for it, basically. And you've got to work your ass off for it, you know. And it is, it is a tough thing, music. And, you know, I'm, I'm still not there. You know, I can't say, oh, this is, this is how you do it and blah, 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 because I don't know yet. And I don't think there is a set way to do it. You've just got to get out there and just keep, you know, releasing your music and keep playing gigs and stuff like that. Like when I was in London, I played like over a hundred gigs in two years. So it was just like, and pretty much always for no money. And that was really hard, you know, and it was hard to keep going because, you know, I was so tired. It's like playing all the time and being so poor, and like not even have enough money to eat sometimes. But um, I knew deep down, like, it's, it's what I wanted to do, no matter what, you know, because I had that passion and I still have that passion and I never, ever want to stop doing it, you know. You just got to, once you get that little taste of it, you can't stop. It's like, a, it's like an addiction, basically. Yeah. Um, so if people want to search you up, what platforms are you on? Are you mainly just, like, Instagram? Do you have any, like, other accounts where people can listen to your music? Uh, where can people reach you? Yeah, I'm on a, I'm on Facebook, uh, Nick Hansen Music, and also on SoundCloud, Nick Hansen Music also. So yeah, so I've got m- most of my music on the SoundCloud, and then uh, events that I post and photos and things like that is on my Facebook page. But, yeah, um, yeah, this has been so busy, so I, I haven't been updating it as much as as much as I want to. But like I said, in a, in a few months there'll be music out and it's and it's really good music I'm quite proud of it you know and it's all me I've played all the instruments on the tracks like drums bass guitars everything myself so yeah. I'm also proud of that and I've also produced it myself so I, I've never done anything this sort of big so I'm really eager for people to, to give me the feedback give it be it positive or negative you know I just want any any criticism constructive criticism about about my music so i hope it'll be out in a few few more months when i'm not less busy and i can sit down and finally get these songs done yeah they are done they're, they're very close i just need to do the fine touching Perfect. Fine stuff. um so what what kind of style did you go towards so you said it's a different album what what's the difference this time um well the last few ones have just been completely acoustic and I think a big problem I, I, I faced was I, I just rushed it too much. I just wanted it to get out, get out there for people to hear, but I didn't focus on the quality too much and I didn't focus on getting it right. And this time I have, and also, you know, this, I've, I've, uh, I've explored a lot of different uh, styles of music and in, in these songs. So I'm doing some pop, I'm doing some R and B, I'm doing things like that. Um, and I've never done songs like that before. I've always been like a blues sort of rock background. So it's, it's all like new avenues for me, but it's, but it's really exciting. So I've just been listening to a whole lot of different music now and just not, not sticking to one thing, just like every song is completely different. So I'm really excited about that and just learning a lot of things as I go and learning production and things like that. It's just a really exciting process for me. Perfect, man. Mm. Um, before we um, finish up, one last question. Where do you want to travel next? Where's your next destination? Oh, well, 
would love to just do more of Europe, you know. Um, I've been to a lot of places, but I still haven't been to as much places as I wanted to. I uh, I want to tick off Scandinavia. I think I'd, I'd love to do that in the summer. Just go on a bus tour and go all around Sweden and Norway and places like that. Um, I'd love to go to Paris. and I still haven't gone to Paris, for goodness sakes. Um, and in the summer, I'm going to like a, a festival in Hungary called Zaget. That's in Budapest. So I'm really looking forward to that too. And in the summer, I'm actually uh, I'm playing at a wedding in Italy. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that too. So, yeah, I just, I really just want to go to a lot of places all the time because I've always just had that in the back of my mind. You know, just I'm sitting, I'm sitting at home sometimes, and I'll just get open the, the flight website and check how much does it cost to fly here or whatever. Yeah. And um, because yeah, I always just love going to different places and experiences, even if it's just by myself, that's fine. Um, because I just enjoy taking in different places so yeah, i just i'd love to travel to lots of places you know yeah. uh asia and places like that i've done a bit of asia but i I really want to maybe do that again go through to indonesia and do some surfing there or things like that so that that would be the dream but uh yeah i don't i don't know if i have enough money for all that <laughs> <laughs> one day at a time yeah exactly baby steps absolutely all right. Thanks so much for um, coming on and having a chat, Nick. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure a lot of people listening in will really appreciate um, just hearing your story, where you were, where you are now, and, you know, just your perspective on how travel is literally like, I could not agree more that travel is definitely the answer at times. I believe personally sure. that it will change people's lives. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening in, guys. I hope you got something out of that story. And maybe it was a push you needed to travel or to start focusing more on your driven um, career or purpose or whatever it may be. This is, like I've said many times, podcast is for you. It's to inspire your friends, your family, yourself, and to give people somewhere to listen in where they can maybe find some answers that they've been searching for. So again, share it with your friends and family members. Subscribe on Apple or Spotify. And just remember that this is for you. And if we all work together, we can help reach thousands, millions of people to change their lives as well.